swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's down to Ricky's And welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty on the computer with the great Brad Savage in Detroit, Michigan. Brad, how's it going? Good, Jerry. How you been out there? I am doing great. There's a lot of happenings in the McCarty Metro. Why don't you tell everybody what's coming up in the McCarty Metro? Well, we got we, we got the brand new issue coming up this weekend. So I think by the time this airs, we may or may not have this uh, up yet, but we're doing this uh, right now in the uh, chat room. And uh, so the new issue coming up uh, on the 1st, and, of course, we have the big McCarty Metro Film Contest. Oh, yes. Uh, it's our fifth, fifth, fifth contest, and that's going to – it's in this issue, but it's coming up at the end of June. Mm. So I want all of our readers to uh, check it out. Plan something ahead of time and join us. And I have submitted five submissions and never won once. Do you remember who all the winners were, by the way? Last I year, believe you won. I, I would and remember. I would remember if I ran. If I ran. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, you would remember. Enough that. about that. Okay. That's coming up the end of June, correct? Coming up the end of June, so the last uh, week of June on into July. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. And uh, right now we on the Metro, uh, on the 1st, we're going to give all the background of the movie so everybody can get acquainted if they've never submitted. But then the actual rules come out on day one of the movie contest. So on that Sunday night um, is when the actual what you have to do specifically in your movie. Sounds great, and it's a lot of fun. Join it, so uh, follow the McCarty Metro, find out what to do. Well, let's talk about today's topic. We're going to talk about Prince, who just passed away, surprisingly. And uh, um, I thought Brad Savage was a good person to talk to because we were we were DJs at the height of Prince's power, probably. Um, Absolutely. And uh, actually, Brad Savage introduced me to Prince with a song called I Want to Be Your Lover. Yeah, good absolutely. <laughs> great song, great song. I was telling I was telling people uh, around the metro. I, I, I was getting to say I think that was probably his first big hit too. I think on that that second album that he put out, I think that song, and then there was another song that also kind of got big. But I think I want to be your lover was the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It that was launched him. that was uh, the one that sent him um, when he passed away. Just like when. David Bowie passed away. People kind of go overboard. So I figured Brad Savage, the astute or musician that he is, could uh, put this into perspective. So of the, t- the talented, obviously talented songwriter, talented guitarist, singer, musician, made movie, made one, made one good movie. Um, if you mm-hmm. If you had to put him in perspective of... Well, let's just start with his contemporaries of that time, with uh, Michael Jackson, Madonna, and him. What, what order would you go? Oh, absolutely. I um, I would probably have to go with, um, you know, it would be tight between uh, Michael and, and, and Prince. Uh, Prince had, did so many great songs himself. 
he wrote like hits for other people, kind right. of like the Bee Gees did. You right. know, they wrote a lot of songs for other people. Uh, Neil Diamond did the same thing; wrote a lot of songs for other bands that actually made big hits. Just, just some of those songs he an that he, he wrote for other people, which I didn't know until I started seeing all the stuff come out. But um, he wrote "I Feel for You." For he wrote that. It's Chaka Khan song in 1978 before he was famous, and then she released yeah. it in '84. He wrote Manic Monday. He wrote Nothing Compares to You. He wrote Stand Back for Stevie Nicks. A lot of songs. Yeah. Oh, and and the one and the one that I was actually surprised because there's always that little bit of a funk element in in those songs, but Manic Monday. Wow, what a departure <laughs> from other stuff he did. You know, maybe it was just the the Bangles' take on it. Oh, he and was maybe it. You know, maybe nah, he, it was a little bit more funky. But that that was a good song. I like that. Yeah, song. the story on that one is that he he liked that Susanna Hoffs, and he wrote it specifically for her. So he mm-hmm. he wrote it as a Bangles song. He didn't write it for himself. He wrote it for her to sing because he was. Endure. Hey, we're going to take our first commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about how Prince stands in uh, the music world and what Prince is going to be remembered for when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. This is Brad Savage right here in the McCarty Metro chat room. That's right, www.mccartymetro.com. And we're here at Rick's Martini Bar with the lovely Jerry McCarty. <laughs> Thank you, Brad Savage. And we are talking about <laughs> Prince, who just passed away. And we just, Brad Savage just put him in the, uh, said he was probably neck and neck with Michael Jackson. I would actually put him above Michael Jackson. Just And you mentioned why was because of the musical ability, because he played all the instruments. And he made an album where he played all the instruments, and right. uh, which there's only one other person I know that did that. You know who that is? That played all his own instruments. Yeah. Um, no, give it Paul, to me. Paul McCartney did that. Paul McCartney oh, okay. played drums, played bass, played piano. And, and that's where I think... Uh, Prince is, is on that level of, uh, which would be very interesting to see where, I mean, obviously longevity wise, Paul McCartney is the king. You know, I mean, Prince did play a lot of instruments. I don't think anybody plays as many instruments as you do, Jerry. Oh, well, you know, well, let's just run down the ones that I play. Uh, <laughs> there's the tambourine. Then there's, yes. then there's the, uh, the maracas. And then, and then the bass maracas. Bass maracas. <laughs> and then there's the drumstick and wooden block. There's the whistle. And the triangle. Triangle. The triangle. 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 Yeah, I play a lot of instruments. So, and, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm taking myself, you know, I, I should have, like, preceded that with, you know, present company excluded before I started talking about yeah, Paul McCartney well, and Prince. And tell, the, tell, tell our listeners, too, you're also an accomplished guitar player, so oh, give right. yourself there the you credit go. there. There you go, yeah, accomplished. The, <laughs> but anyway, the, uh, um, yeah, so anyway, so yeah, so that's where, where, where I think he stands. But yeah, I think he's, uh, he's in that level, and it's, it, it is probably in, uh, 84, I think, is when Purple Rain came out. Oh, and I thought, we, we talked about songs that he wrote. Another, and this really, this really is bad when you you think of somebody like what's what's your favorite 
song by The Time. Morris Day and The Time? Yeah, by Morris Day and The Time. It's Jungle yeah. Love. Jungle Love's Jungle song. Love. And who wrote that song? Yeah. Prince. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I say. I, I, I went through and I was thinking about some of the songs that he did for other people. And you, and I didn't realize he wrote it at the time, but then you hear it back. And even if it was the time playing it yeah. or, or, or you know, Glamorous Life but by you Sheila E. Influence, you know? Yeah, Glamorous Life by Sheila E. He, wrote, he did that. Absolutely. One. Two songs by Sheila E. Yeah, I wrote two of them uh, that she hit um, big on. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, just very, very talented, number one, uh, could write the heck out of music. Uh, a lot of his music, uh, you know, did sound the same. It was, but that's what they say about the cockroaches, too. So, you know, what are you going to do about that, you know? And you got to give him credit for having one of the coolest band people in his uh, in his band. Is Remember they had that doctor, the guy that would be in, like, surgical scrubs? The, the the white guy with the yeah uh, that's right <laughs> that that's was, right was yeah. in the band and then he got that guy got kicked out of the band for whatever reason or quit uh, before print, before I, I heard he ran. wasn't an actual doctor <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like on the uh, little Corvette little red Corvette video you can see uh, him and 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 I will I will say this is a a weakness of Prince versus Michael Jackson and Madonna not a lot of good videos you know all of his videos were basically uh, a concert footage. I mean, purple, yeah, purple yeah. Rain. He did them live. He didn't. Uh, there wasn't big acting jobs. Yeah, him, like or little, trying to tell a story. It was just him playing. You know. Yeah, little red Corvette is them playing. That's how you see the doctor. But uh, yeah, all of his videos are are just the band. Yeah. So I mean, did you did you say whether you thought Michael Jackson or or Prince would have been? Uh, the hotter ticket uh, back in say the mid '80s. Oh, Michael Jackson was definitely the hotter ticket. It, it was weird yeah. that in the mid '80s, we thought when we were DJing that Prince was the weird one and Michael Jackson yeah. was cool. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, exactly. And ten years later, it couldn't have flipped. You know, turned out that uh, Prince was actually pretty normal. Yeah, I would put I would put Prince above. Michael Jackson for the music writing, like you mentioned, and the instrument playing, which Michael Jackson didn't play yeah. any instruments. And you got to gotta give the guy credit. Is I, I am not sure what the autopsy is going to come out, but to be that sick, to miss the concert in Atlanta, and then to actually go back down there, probably when he wasn't well still, and play those concerts and then go back, and that's where he relapsed or whatever. He had, the, I guess there was some emergency coming back, and then a couple of days later he, they found him dead. True, true, true. So give him, give him credit for the, uh, you know, going out there. And, you know, Michael canceled concerts just for the sake of canceling concerts, you know, if he didn't like the sound check or something, you know. And uh, right. Prince, uh, Prince was a trooper. You're right, and we have to take another commercial. So we'll be right back. After this message, and we're going to talk more about Prince when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here in the McCarty Metro chat room with the great Brad Savage in Detroit, Michigan. I'm in Los Angeles, Brad. We're talking about Prince. I'm going to ask you a question now about guitar playing. 
is, uh, you know, we'll talk about our favorite lead guitarist, which I probably know yours anyway. So if you had to put Prince on the level of Hendrix, uh, Jimmy Page, that wouldn't be yours. Who would you put as yours, your top lead guitarists? Oh, I, I, I would probably uh, go with Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen was uh, phenomenal. Um, you know, I was kind of more in that rock and roll era. So what you were just describing with Hendrix and Page and, and Van Halen, uh, Slash, you know, I mean, the, I, I love that type of things. But I'll tell you what, uh, the Prince, uh, you know, he controlled the guitar so well. And uh, I don't know if you saw the Adam Levine tribute. Uh, they were, it's been making the round on uh, the Facebook uh, from Howard Stern's uh, 60th birthday. No, no. But uh, Adam Levine played uh, Purple Rain, and he did a great job on that, too, you know, just mm-hmm. uh, shredding the guitar, just like Prince did during those uh, the performance, too. So it was awesome. Cool. Yeah, just some uh, things that uh, I'll tell you some insider that I know is that I work at the LA Mission with Apollonia Katera, who was in the Purple Rain movie with him. And yep. we, a little bit, and uh, a little weird movie. There's a lot of, like, uh, hitting women in that movie. <laughs> his, he slaps her one, and uh, his father's a big wife beater in that movie. But uh, but anyway, but she, uh, I asked her, I said, uh, I said, yeah, what you know? What can you tell me about Prince? And uh, this is ten years ago. And she said, "He always smells really good." <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking for something a little. They say bit, the same thing about me, though. I thought I was looking for something a little bit more substantial. And uh, she said, uh, <laughs> "He's a big sports fan." And um, you, know, you know, if they had asked me, you know what I would have said? What's that? He's a little guy. He's a little guy. <laughs> well, he was a little guy, and, and honestly, I think I I believe that has a lot to do with with uh, uh, his death. Is he's a small dude at the Hard Rock Cafe? They have Prince's uh, like costumes from from some of his touring, and dude was lucky to be five five four. I mean, but just really small. I mean, he probably weighed. 80, 90 pounds, uh, and, and, and to his credit, he kept that size and that, uh, and looked good, looked fit throughout his, his whole life. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so, but, but also, you know, Prince was accepted, uh, on the rock and roll side, the, uh, R and B side, everything. He kind of crossed, uh, kind of like Michael Jackson kind of crossed those uh, paths there, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I, 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 I should probably say that sports thing too, because I think a lot of pro- people probably don't know that, but he was a huge Timberwolves fan and would go to the Timberwolves and the Lynx, who's the women's basketball team from Minnesota and a big Minnesota fan, which is, you know, being from Detroit where you are, you like that when the when the stars stay home and he lived in, in Minneapolis his whole life. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. So that was cool. And he uh That's and why I, I stayed in Detroit. <laughs> and I went and I moved to LA. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, you got you you left me. <laughs> and I heard too that when the Bulls were playing, he was a super, he was into Michael Jordan and he would when Prince would tour, he would have, if there was a Bulls game going on, he would put a monitor on the screen, on the stage, with the Bulls game on so he could check out the score while the concert was going on. And we, he would play his uh, uh, 
lead guitar solos, he would stand there and watch a little bit of the game. So um, it's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and and my last cool. my last story is the Taylor guitar story is that when uh, Bob Taylor had told me the story that there's a NAM show, which is the music show, and Prince walked around that show in like '82 and was trying to get going to guitar makers asking them to make a purple guitar for him and uh bob taylor agreed to make one and prince played taylor guitars for uh his career so anyway awesome Awesome story yeah so uh so okay so you put you put him as a great guitar player you put him as Mm -hmm. uh as far as pop people that made movies purple rain Great movie, but how would you put? Oh, yeah. well, how would oh, you yeah. put it? Put it I yeah. can't. I can't think of too many pop ple- people that that were really big successes in movies anyway. So, um, you know, Madonna, but I don't think she was a big success. Uh, uh, you know, I mean. So, I mean, can you think of anybody that uh, was in the pop world that uh, I would say for that Huey Lewis in, in Back to the Future? You know, <laughs> there you go. I would say for that type of a movie, which is pretty much a concert movie but but there's honestly i will salute back to detroit for eminem is because it's uh eminem's movie is kind of like that where it's it's a lot of uh, music and then there's a pretty heavy story in there too the elvis ones are good on the music but light on the story (laughs) yeah uh, and the beatles yeah so but i i wasn't even thinking of eminem but that was an awesome uh uh, choice the, there as yeah, somebody that kind of did break into the acting, and then of course you got you know we had a podcast before about the NWA you know Ice oh, yeah. Cube, Ice <laughs> that's Key, right you know, they all went uh, into the movies too so yeah that's know. right that's right Ice, Ice and, Cube. and and Will Smith who are we thinking you know <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Them. <laughs> there you go so yeah so how does he rank there so he's probably not number one there. We said a lot of nice things about him, so I, we definitely uh, said more nice things than not nice things about him. And we are no, I think I think you and I both have a mutual respect uh, for Prince through the years of all the music. I mean, it was right through our disc jockey and band time, so we were into music at the times. Uh, but before I go, Jerry, I do want to mention uh, in the McCarty Metro for the upcoming month, there's going to be a little little uh, highlight there blurb on the front page about one night only coming up in the summer. Ooh, you know what I'm talking about. The Brad Savage and the Cockroaches reunion? A Brad Savage and the Cockroach reunion. I will be there. Definitely. We're going to have all the band members back as Whoa. long as uh, Lance Devu is still around. <laughs> That's a huge announcement. Brad Savage and the Cockroaches back together again. And how many years will it been since uh, the band was formed? Brad Savage. It was 35 years ago. This is the 35th anniversary. And uh, the last time we wrote together, I'm trying to think how long ago was that that we wrote together when we wrote the screenplay. It was the uh, mid-2000s, was that? Could be, something like that. Maybe about 12 years or 13 years ago. Wow, very interesting. Yeah, so... 35 years So I, I have a feeling that uh, Mr. Jerry over there and I are probably going to collaborate uh, long distance on maybe one or two new songs. Ooh, I like And, of it. course, we'll play all the old classics. We'll there play all the old classics, too, you know. But one night only. So when you see the information on the McCarty Metro, you know, 
Get, get your tickets quick because they're going to be gone fast. I know that. Oh, I like that. I couldn't pick a better note to go out on. Oh, I'm excited now. I got to I got to get into training. I'm like, you know, my uh, my tambourine me, 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 me. my tambourine playing is up to snuff, but my kazoo playing I'm way out of practice. I've got to, I've got to do some road oh, work. Anyway, thank you for joining us at Rick's Martini Bar. Uh, we please join us next week. We'll have more things to talk about. We'll have more more stuff on this uh, reunion concert too. This is exciting. So. For the great Brad Savage in Detroit, Michigan, my name is Jerry McCarty in Los Angeles. Join us next week again for Rick's Martini Bar. Cheers! Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down to Ricky